Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you will find the inspiration and motivation you need to manage your money better so you can stress less and live the life you want. This is Ashley with Budgets Made Easy and the Money Mindset Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about budgeting with your spouse and tips to get your spouse on board with a budget. You know, trying to figure out how to manage your money on your own is hard enough, but getting somebody else on board with the plan can make it even harder, especially if they don't want to do the work or aren't as motivated as you. If you're like me, you are super excited and ready to run all in, but having your partner not quite as excited as you can really damper your mood. So it's even harder if they don't see the need for it at all and don't want to budget, save, or pay off debt. Like they just don't see a point in it. You know, both partners need to really see how managing your money better will benefit them. If they think you are just trying to control them or they don't see the point, it's not going to work. This is why it's so important to work together and at times compromise so that you can reach your bigger goals as a team. You know, if you're married and you're wanting to save money and pay off debt, it really is just going to work better if you do it together and that you guys are working toward a common goal. So today I will be discussing a couple of tips that can help you work together as well. It's important to try different things to find what works for both of you. So I have found that typically one partner is all into the budget and wanting to save and the other may have to be dragged along or at least that's you know how it was for me. Uh, One of the biggest issues in my free Facebook group budgeting for beginners is how do I get my spouse on board or something to that effect. I get this question constantly. So now keep in mind that your partner may not be as excited about this as you. You also need to be mindful of how you talk to them and know that it may take them longer to see the benefits, like see why you need to do a budget and save money and pay off debt. They they need to be able to see why they need to do it. Like they may not even get it. So do not talk down to them. Or talk to them in such a way that they are going to get defensive. Try not to blame them for all your money problems. This will only make it worse and can cause them to completely shut down and dig in their heels. Think of it from their perspective. How would you like it if someone told you you were doing something wrong or causing all the money problems? It would make you shut down and get defensive. So keep that in mind when you are talking to them about it and bringing up the subject. Okay, before we dive into the tips, you can go grab your free Budgeting Beginner's Guide and Worksheet at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash budgeting-beginner-guide, and I will link to it in the show notes as well. So now on to the tips to get your spouse on board. Number one, the best tip I have heard about this issue actually came from Adam Cole on episode number three of this podcast. He suggests sitting down separately and writing out what you want out of a life. What are your bigger goals? Okay, so you do that. You both do that separately. And then you come together to see what is the same, what you can do together, and what may or may not be possible. It's important that you both compromise on some things when doing this exercise. You know, you both probably aren't going to be able to do every single thing on your list. So 
The point of this exercise is to agree on your bigger goals together. What do you both want to work towards? It's important to figure out what you both want to work towards that will motivate both of you. Once you figure out the why, then you can more easily figure out the how, and it will make it easier to stay motivated when you know what you're working towards. Now, number two, the next tip that I always suggest to people is once you figure out what you both want to work towards, make a visual that will inspire you to keep going and stay focused. This could be a savings track on your fridge or a debt payoff tracker. Whatever it is, keep a visual of your progress somewhere you can see it at least once a day. So if they aren't fully on board, this can kind of help remind them that it can help show your progress. You could also do a type of dream or vision board with pictures of your why or things that will inspire you to stay focused. So it could be pictures of your kids along with pictures of the beach or Disney World, college, your dream home, you know, whatever your big goal is, it's important to keep visuals around that will help you stay motivated because there will be times that you feel like you're not making any progress and want to give up. So that's just like an easy visual for both of you really. Like even when you have the other person on board and you're working towards it, like it just is helpful. So if your spouse is not fully on board, the visual may help them see the progress you are actually making, especially if they aren't dealing with the numbers like you. So you may be like all in, doing the budget, doing everything. You like you see the progress, you see what you've been able to do, but they may not totally grasp it, especially if they're like a visual person like I am. The visual like on the fridge, like they have to see it every single day and that can really help, especially as you start to make progress. Um, they may, it may help them kind of get on board as they see, okay, you can really do this. So it may potentially help bring them around to being more motivated to make your dream really happen. I actually spoke to a lady this week that was having a hard time with with spending too much on food for her small family and issues with her husband staying focused on their long-term goal of building a house. So they made around 150000 a year together, and yet they're living paycheck to paycheck with nothing saved for their house or anything else for that matter. So they really want to build a house within, I believe it was five years, and they're already like two years into it, and they have nothing saved. So this was the main suggestion that I made to her to hopefully get her husband to see visually that they need to save for their dream house. So, you know, print off a picture of a house and put it on the fridge and then, you know, make little blocks or lines or whatever so that you know, like, each line equals this amount. And maybe as they see, like, hey, we still have nothing saved, we still have nothing saved, or, you know, we have this much saved, and work up towards it. And then hopefully that can kind of bring them around to kind of say, hey, I can do this and get them a little bit more on board with the whole process. So now tip number three The third tip I have is to keep chugging along on your plan, even if they aren't fully on board. And maybe once they see your progress, they will get more motivated to go along with it. Now, the issue that comes up with this is that the other spouse overspends, they're wrecking the budget and really making more work for you. This is an issue that you will need to work on finding a solution. There are couples or there are a couple things you can try and it will depend on the person if it helps. So something that you can do is be sure to share the wins, even if they are small. So if you pay an extra $50 toward debt or savings, let them know how much closer you are to your goal. Be like, hey, we've, we um, saved $50. Now 
you know, that now we only have to save X amount or, you know, we have, uh, we saved a debt payment. We saved a credit card payment, you know, like share your wins with them so that they can hear it over and over and over. And you can also try a separate bank account that they spend from for whatever they want or cash for the same purpose. But once that money is gone, it's gone. They need to be a grown up and not overdraft that account or expect more money once the cash is gone. They may need to suffer through the consequences of not having any money until it's in the budget again. Now, this can be a, an issue and possibly cause some fights. So if they overdraft that account, then the fees need to come from their spending money. It should not come from the household budget. I'm not going to sugarcoat this or lie to you. This will likely happen if you know, they're not managing what you give them in the first place and you need to have a plan for when it does. When doing a zero-based budget like I teach, there's not room for screw-ups like this. So they have to understand that once the money is gone, it's gone. They will likely try to guilt you and say things like, I work hard, I should be able to spend my money on whatever I want. If they start saying things like this, gently remind them about the budget and your long-term goals. Show them and explain to them that if they spend more money than what is budgeted, you won't have that money for savings or debt or whatever you're planning on doing with it. That mentality of I work hard is what's keeping you in debt and overspending in the first place. This money mindset is what is holding back a lot of people from their bigger goals. It's short-sighted and honestly, it's immature. They are right though. They do work hard. But your family doesn't deserve to be in debt and stress out forever and not be able to do the things that you want. Like stay at home with your kids or go to Disney World or go on a paid for vacation. Whatever it is, that's what your family deserves. Your family does not deserve to be stressed out and living paycheck to paycheck. You do work hard and you do deserve to be happy and live the life you want. Not be stuck in the paycheck to paycheck cycle just because. You want to go to the gas station every day or Starbucks every day and spend money here and there. And that adds up at the end of the month. Okay. It's just about identifying your goals and doing the things that you need to do to get there and be an adult and manage the money that you have. And number four and fourth tip that I have is to listen to podcasts with them around or try and get them to listen to podcasts. You know, if they will read a book, you know, try and get a book that they will read. Um, this worked for my husband to get him fully on board with the mindset of saving money, paying cash for things, paying off debt, things like that. You know, he kind of let me do whatever I wanted, but his mindset was, you know, if it's a good deal, it's on sale, like, you know, and the stuff he wants, of course, is super expensive. <laughs> so it was kind of an issue there for a little while. Um, but we actually went on this really long road trip where we live in North Carolina, but we're from Kansas and it's minimum 18 hour drive with kids. It's even longer. And so with, um, with, we were taking a road trip one time and I just played podcasts like the whole time. And that finally, like, started to change his mindset about money and, you know, paying cash for things and stuff like that. So that helped a lot. So some podcasts that I would recommend for this include Marriage, Kids, and Money, uh, The Equal Partners Podcast with Adam Cole, um, and Popcorn Finance, of course, Dave Ramsey, and, you know, all his personalities as well. So, you know, he or she may not like Dave Ramsey's style. Um, you know, a lot of pe people either love him or hate him. So, 
if that person, if Dave Ramsey doesn't work, you know, try one of these other ones. Really like uh, Marriage, Kids, and Money and the Equal Partners podcasts. Um, they are about family and managing your money as a couple. So um, those are good ones. The final tip that I have for you today, number five, is be mindful of how you approach them with the subject of budgeting, managing your money, saving, paying off debt, whatever the case may be. Some people hate the word budget. <laughs> it's like a four letter word to them. So think of another word to call it. You can call it a cash flow plan, a financial blueprint, uh, whatever you want that will, you know, not like totally put them on the defensive because some people just don't like the word budget. So also be mindful of your tone and the timing. So pick a good time to approach the subject, you know, make a plan. Um, as I mentioned earlier, try not to get accusatory and, you know, make them defensive. We all make mistakes and we aren't going to jump right into a budget and be a total nerd like me. Okay. So it, give them some time. It may take a while for them to come fully on board to fully grasp why they need to do it and things like that. Oh, and I just thought of one more tip. Sorry. So actually number six is plan some budget meetings. So, you know, you can, if you're, you know, all in total spreadsheet nerd, budget nerd like me, you can get everything ready and then plan a time, you know, have a date night, um, or, you know, plan for it after you get the kids to bed. So there's not like a bunch of kids running around screaming so you can focus, make it fun, you know, have some drinks, have a snack, like sit down, relax and go over the numbers, go over, um, what your plan is for the month, how last month went, you know, see how much you were able to put towards your goal, um, whether it's saving money, paying off debt, whatever, um, and then, you know, you can go through the spending, like you spent so much on this category or that category. And, you know, if you cut back even just a little bit, we, we could spend, send that to your goal and then, you know, use some calculators and figure out if you were able to spend, you know, an extra hundred dollars or an extra $200. If you can just cut out some of this mindless spending and send it to your bigger goal, how much faster you can get there. Cause some people just need to see the numbers and see that it's possible. So like, you know, well, if we stay spending the way we have been, you know, how, what is the date that you can have the amount saved that you want to save or paid off or whatever. And if you can send extra to it, you know, cut out the gas station stops, the star, you know, cut back on Starbucks, cut back on fast food, whatever it is. If we can, you know, cut back and save so much money each month, this is how much faster we can do it. So some people just need to have the visual and the process, the information. So that's another tip uh, just thrown in there is to do the budget meetings, go ahead and do all the work and sit down and show it to them, show them your progress. Okay. So that's all the tips that I have for this topic. So be sure to go and grab your free budgeting beginners guide and worksheet at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash budgeting dash beginners dash guide. I know it's long, but I will link to it in the show notes uh, so that you can just click on that and it'll take you straight to it. Of course, it is free and it's a full guide. It has fillable worksheets so you can um, 
input your information to work through um, some of these topics as well. And so I will talk to you guys in the next episode.